0: Well, well, well. Two days mm. from Turkey. Today we have uh, some interesting backpedals to talk about. We're talking about flexible Ford, Toyota being fine and a Stanley Cup surviving a fire—a real fire, not an EV fire, but a fire nonetheless.
1: Uh, some mornings when we read the when we read the opener, my first thought is, "What are we even doing with my life? What world
0: is this? <laughs> what have I done with my life?" That I'm here every morning. Adrian gets the first comment on LinkedIn. If you didn't know, if you just listen to the show, there's a live stream community that watches it live on X or LinkedIn. It's probably the most and YouTube. And there's always like a little competition going on on who can make the first comment on the show, especially on LinkedIn. Adrian Wall gives, um, not a hockey Stanley Cup. Correct. She she look already Adrian's getting clarification on what we're talking about in this show. No, a Stanley Tumblr, not a Stanley Cup. Um it's just yeah all that stuff yeah. so it's just so much fun to be here with you um just in the regular day in day out ongoings to the auto industry and culture and thanksgiving and the people side of the business and uh we could do a segue right there speaking of the people side of the business <phone rings>
1: we could do that i'm not going to do that too early but we're in the intro so you can't do that (laughs) so tonight uh we are uh live streaming and premiering on youtube linkedin twitter facebook the whole nine yards a mashup of episodes one through three of more than cars i know we haven't released episode three yet but you get a little sneak peek preview at the end of the mashup if you're around the dinner table with friends family a lot of that's happening this week make sure and pull this guy up. It will live forever on all those platforms. So uh, you can pull it up and just share exactly what this industry really is. This is a gift to you to say, hey, bring people around, show them exactly who is in this industry, what the communities are being impacted, how the employees in this industry are being impacted by retail auto dealers across the country. Um, and we just wanna share that with more people. Is
0: there, is there a LinkedIn event for this already?
1: There is a LinkedIn event. You can go to our page, Asodu, and and uh, it'll be
0: the first event right up there. There you go. And I know, you know, I forgot about this yesterday, but last month we just experienced a big spike in podcast listenership and it's way up, um, which made me think like there's a lot of people probably in the podcast audience that may not know about the rest of what we do. And kind of the, the backbone of what we do is this daily email that comes out. It's called the automotive or the daily pushback. And you can get it by going to asoto.com. It's right there, one click sign up kind of thing. And it's kind of the podcast form in an email that's fun, informative, digestible. It'll make you laugh. And it will also tell you if you got the email today, and probably if you get it tomorrow, that we're having a buy one, get one sale. It's our hey. first Black Friday sale ever in the history of Asoto. Actually, my life. <laughs> we did. And so uh, it's buy one, get one on all shirts. And hats, so like the quintessential staples of what we do. You've maybe seen around the love people more than you love car shirts. Different colorways, different lengths. We have long-sleeve tees that are going to go up there. They're not up. We have them. We have some colors that are still not up. They'll be up later this week, like the mint green. Um, You can still order it. And the hats, buy one, get one. And we also have some really dope stuff on there, like the shoelaces are my favorite. That's right.
1: Do I have some of those laying
0: around? I don't have them laying around. I was going to show them to you. So yeah, the
1: shoelaces. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Do you do you do you they come in this. Oh, there you go. We got white. We got black. Come in that test tube. You can give the test tube thing to your kids. They can fill it with sand and it says love people more. You love cars. Oh, <laughs> <They can laughs> we we'll try. Sand. If you I haven't have noticed, it's kind option. of an embedded part of who we are um, as as a collective of thousands of automotive professionals that are part of this community. Uh, you can go to uh, shop and go right to the store or go to a soda.com and click merch and you're you're there. All right, I think it's time to talk about some news, what do you think?
1: It's time for that. Let's okay, so
0: Following a legal dispute in Illinois, where uh, Ford's EV program was challenged for violating state franchise laws, uh, the company has now made significant, like very significant changes to its EV certification program uh, for dealers, significantly cutting training costs, reducing requirements for EV chargers, installations, extending the timelines. It's all changing. So basically training costs have been cut in half and back up for a second. If you're not aware of this, Ford has two levels. Of EV certification, right. there's certified elite, which is the top level, and then just certified. And this was Ford's way of saying, if you want to sell EVs, if you want to get this inventory and you want to be an EV dealer, you have to certify, which comes with a lot of expenses. Um, so basically, they're certified elite and they're certified. The requirements, the training costs had been cut in half from like 20 grand to 10 grand. Uh, the requirement to install a level three charger, which are like 400 grand, has been removed from Certified Elite. It was never part of Certified. And then the number of level two chargers that both levels need has also been reduced. Certified Elite has gone from five to three. Certified is uh, down to two. Level two chargers, must le- much less expensive. So kind of a little bit came out at the hearing. And here's a quote from... Um, an officer in the trial basically saying no witness and the witnesses were car dealers. Basically no witness has reported (laughs) issues with charging vehicles, nor could explain why a level two charger might be inadequate for future test drives. Like why it would be inadequate to keep cars charged. In fact, many dealers testified they have never had a problem charging vehicles for delivery or to customers for taking test drives.
1: Yeah. So like, like, back up. First of all, remember when this all came out and like there was an uprising and everybody was like, there's going to be some state that figures out how to talk to Ford about whether or not this is a good thing for Ford dealers and for consumers. Mm -hmm. Um, there's kind of two roads here and I can understand Ford's side saying, Hey, look, we want to have this charging network, which is available for customers. It's clear that level three is absolutely the best way to go for that because you don't have to rely on a time to sit there and wait. Um, level two takes that longer charge uh but yes for dealers like they have the ability to charge these things overnight or let them sit there for a little while charge up that vehicle and then let it sit it's not going on long rides or anything and so the level two is obviously just an easier way to get in um you know taking taking this down from, you know, someone going from five, which is going to cost them 450 to 500 grand probably to install plus all of the, the, the power that's necessary, Mm -hmm. uh, to probably well under 300 grand, um, is a bit, that's a big change in a dealer's investment, especially in more rural areas. If they do want to have access to, uh, the larger inventory, uh, of EVs, um, and and so kudos to 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 getting this on the ground. My guess is this is gonna set a precedent in other states. Um and other states and other dealer networks are gonna to start to talk to Ford about exactly what's I think.
0: Uh, oh uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you know, it's like one of those things where the leverage and the influence and the momentum shifts, and that's what happens in business and culture year yep. ago, year and a half when this came out, it was like, hey, these EVs, you're gonna miss the boat. If you don't have these, so pay up if you want to be part of the thing that we're making. And now it's like, you know what? You can keep the, the inventory. We don't really
1: want to... Now it's like, oh
0: no, no, no! Actually, you you can have it. Well, oh, no.
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and look, this is coming on the heels of the report that we talked about last week, where Ford was the lowest in their dealer relationships yep. right now, and so they've got to do things to maintain to dealer trust.
0: Yep. And and this is going to be one. Of them. I think it'll be a positive thing for everybody, even EV rollout. I think it'll help it all. Uh, yep. Speaking, of, oh, it's not a positive thing. It's a uh, very negative loss thing.
1: Loss of trust. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> <been> of <laughs> loss of trust, yeah.
0: Feels like an unusual one coming from Toyota, but it's Toyota Motor Credit. It's not really Toyota. so. Toyota Motor, Cre- uh, Toyota Motor Credit Corporation is facing a sixty million dollar penalty by the U.S. Consumer Financial Protection Bureau for alleged violations in refund practices on bundled products in loan contracts impacting credit reports. So basically, uh, the CFPB has ordered Toyota to pay $48 million back to affected customers and a $12 million penalty. A little icing on the cake that they're going to hang on to. (laughs) Uh, The issue centers uh, on difficulties in canceling bundled products that are pushed into car loan contracts and saying... They're hard to cancel, and when they are canceled, the consumers were getting inaccurate refunds. So uh, they were also accused of providing misleading information uh, about borrowers' payments, so affecting the credit scores. Uh, Toyota did not uh, admit or deny findings, but just said we'll pay the money. So I mean, basically, this action it does highlight an increased scrutiny on junk fees. Um, you know, being upfront transparent with the customer, and obviously following through on the back end, and. You know, if you buy something and the the thing says you can cancel it, you should be able to cancel it easily. So
1: I think that yep. f- it feels like a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is win. This is it is. It's it's uh, just a, a heavier eye on everything that is auto lending, auto privacy, uh, like the details around an auto purchase are getting scrutinized at a very high level right now. We've seen it all over the last 2 years and this is another example of that. Um, you know, I will say just from being in dealerships, like the systems necessary to quote cancellations and refunds are not well developed. And so, you know, this is it something ain't that- Amazon What's that? It
0: ain't it, Amazon.
1: It ain't Amazon is what they're saying. You know, return. and you can't return this joker at Kohl's and get a five dollar coupon for the thing. Behind <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, so I can I can see how this could have easily just kind of become an issue. Little few cents here, a few dollars there. And over time, uh, just builds up to a to a massive issue. Um. So, uh, yeah, just watch out for consumers having questions or wondering exactly whether or not they should purchase these things, because this will be someone in the consumer eye, because uh, you know how they love the do dealers and auto people. Yeah, and, the it's just, news.
0: and it's just stuff like this is just bad for everybody. Right. Just bad for everybody. So it's getting fixed. You know, you're out there on the front lines. Be extra transparent today. I don't know. Especially yeah. if you're a Toyota dealer, because this is in the Wall
1: Street Journal. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> Speaking speak- of major news. Oh stop. <laughs> stop right. Time. We always see the biggest story for last around here. <laughs> this is straight up the biggest story. Uh, in a in a remarkable incident, just straight up made for TikTok. A Stanley Tumblr. Uh, so if you don't know what is that, thats is, we'll you'll see it here in just a second, survived a Kia Sorrento car fire. Um, which has led the company to not only replace the tumbler, but also the burnt car. As the owner made a video where she pried the tumbler from the charred interior and shook it to reveal there was still ice in it. That video has now seen over 80 million views. Wait, I think we have the video. TikTok. Yeah, we've got the video. Oh, nice. so Let's. So here it is. About if the so she's going in the car. The, the stanley tumbler's there she rips it pries it out of a burnt car and then shakes it. it still has ice in it and still has ice, ice in it, it. after the,
0: the car cup holders fired. are full of water from like the firefighters putting the
1: car the firefighters. out firefighters the it's plastics melted
0: and this thing literally at first i was watching i was like Is this a fake one? Like, is this a plant? Because it looks like it's in such great condition. But I mean, these Stanley tumblers, like your dad had one when he went to work, right? Remember his green, big green one. You unscrew the top cup and that's where you keep your chicken noodle soup. This is like the tumbler modern version of that. Um, This is just a, I mean, this is a big brand doing what a big brand should be doing. That's hey, that's paying the attention, key here, which like, is paying leverage attention.
1: attention, leverage attention right there.
0: So yep. 80 million, 80 million views and growing. This kind of reminds me of the ocean spray guy, right? Yeah. Very similar. Dog yep. face some, some, some where he's on the skateboard drinking the ocean spray after his car broke down, you know, so um, I, I like this yep. stuff. This is just a reminder for all of us, I think, for you at the dealership level, at the industry partner level. Be paying attention to what's happening in culture and happening around, especially in dealerships. Look for opportunities where people are posting things. I mean, just
1: simply like pay attention to the user generated content around your dealership and make opportunities for that to happen. Right. Or do things that encourage user generated. content. Exactly. Encourage that. I mean, how many people are posting pictures of their new car that they just bought from you? Uh, You know, like. Lean into that. That's probably an audience network that, if you just uh, expose and 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 lean into, like it's right there for the taking. Um, you know, I'm having I will all these say, ideas right now. Gia probably isn't loving this because it's all attached to a potential. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, flip side of this, yeah. There was like a whole recall that came out on these 2022 Sorrentos and people are pointing to, Hey, maybe that's the issue there. So if I was Kia, I would oh, get involved in this little brand play too with Stanley. We'll see. I
0: don't know how anyway, we want to make it go away. Yeah. I didn't know it was a 22. I thought it was an older model, man. Yeah.
1: I think it's like a gen three and, or no, the, the recall was, uh, was noted in 2022, but gotcha. it was a gen three. It was yeah. The they're still
0: models. saying like, Hey, yep. if you have one of these affected vehicles, park it outside. Park it outside. Nice.
1: Which, if you're parking
0: it outside, it could still, the Stanley will still keep your coffee hot. No way. There you go. <laughs> we hope you have an amazing Tuesday, uh, just a day or two away from Thanksgiving. So, if you're traveling or if you're in the store, just take care of some people. Be thankful for the people around you. We'll see you here tomorrow.